Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to everyone's favorite podcast. Uh, we always start this thing with a airing of grievances against us. Uh, an, an omissiveness. Uh, we 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 bow before our masters and 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 plead our case and beg for forgiveness. Uh, this series uh, of uh, uh, greatest superhero movies, this bracket has seen us gone through the ringer. Almost no one likes us. <laughs> yeah, no one does. No, so let's yeah. let's let's go through a couple of things. Uh, Cliff uh, said that uh, Scott Pilgrim was missed, and therefore this whole thing is invalid. It wasn't missed. My argument is that Scott this is not is not a superhero. It's not a superhero movie, right? Scott Pilgrim is not a superhero, therefore uh, we're not apologizing for that. Uh, some people have but said that. You could also argue that Tank Girl probably shouldn't be on it, but I kind of still put her as an anti-hero kind of. I think it's got enough elements. Of ridiculousness. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I it's got enough elements there. There are super powered or genetically modified beings in it. There's nothing normal about what's going on. Right. I, I would almost put Scott Pilgrim as the greatest movie adaptation of a graphic video game novel that was never made. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a great graphic novel movie. And uh, it's one of my all time favorite. Right. movies. Period. Period. Love, it's I a good movie. It's a good movie, but it's. It's not a superhero movie, so therefore, uh, there's some talk about uh, Spider Verse not being qualified. Look, uh, we we certainly could have added uh, more animated movies into this list, and we we added uh, we we put that one is because uh, honestly, I think that's uh, it deserves it. Um, it got some. It, it, it's do, a very do you good. Hear at least who would be on an animated superhero yeah. movie list? Right. Want to hear just the list? Yeah. Okay. These uh, are these I are movies like, that were released in theaters, not direct video animated yeah, movies. Yeah, because okay. direct video we would there'd be even more than okay. So Lego Batman, uh-huh. uh huh, Batman Mask of Phantasm, mm-hmm. Incredibles one and two. Yeah, okay, yeah. Spider Man, yeah. Spider Verse. I think Iron Giant qualifies as a superhero movie. What do I you think, think so. Yeah. Uh, Big Hero Six, Astro Boy, Mega Mind. Uh, Teen Titans go to the movies. TMNT, that animated one that right. resulted in a giant argument. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> underpants. You mean you mean that shitty ass movie? That shitty ass movie that I fucking was forced to go see because of you? Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, Monsters versus Aliens, which at first oh, I, yeah. I kind of do a bag which, but I think it's a superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, and then Transformers, the movie, which. That's that's the list I came up with. I think we could probably come up with a few more theatrically released animated movies that 
you can put up against Spider Verse. Yeah, and uh, honestly, you can say things like, "Well, uh, Spider Verse might be the greatest animated uh, superhero movie ever," but Incredibles is on that list, and that would be a rough. That would be a rough one. That'd be a rough shot because Incredibles is a damn fine superhero movie that's animated. I, I, I love both Incredibles. I think Incredibles one is better than two. Mm, um, yes, I, I enjoy for it sure. quite a bit. But I mean, you like- also hate women, so that's the reason why you don't like what? Incredibles two. Uh, it's a it's about female empowerment. It's about moms getting back in the action. It's about Pixar liking big hips. Yeah. <laughs> no. I uh, love me Holly Hunter. Look, we 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 Spider Man into okay. the Spider Verse is is recent. It's fresh. It's very very good. Um, and it did a lot of things right. It's on the list, so I'm not apologizing for, for that any, one either. Okay, for there now, you go. Wait, Anything wait. else that we have been thrown under the bus for like, on this? Um, I do remember somebody mentioned that Crow. Uh, yeah, Bell says did. Yeah. He said Crow <laughs> well, we haven't said his name yet, and he's probably yeah, bad. This is the longest we've gone into an apology without apologizing. Without mentioning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to apologize if you think that we got it the it wrong. I mean, like, I'm not going to. I like our Crow. opinion. I think it was a good movie. Yeah. But I really do feel like Ant Man. And honestly, superior movie. And and honestly, yeah. And I I definitely feel like Ant Man was better. So to me, I think honestly, uh, you you might have disagreed with uh some of our our calls here uh but uh i mean that's the thing you, you, uh, these are our calls and uh, we didn't do it as a as a poll so you know there there's where it is um i don't know why rob but on facetime you're moving at double speed it's fun for me and you've you are freezing up on me so oh, okay. we might have some funny sound right right good that's fine. As long as I sound good and you still sound like shit, we're fine. Uh, let's uh, let's get into this. That sounds about right. Let's let's get into this. Okay, are you are you ready to start the? Uh, what are yeah. We, round sixteen. Are we round to sixteen? I think we're on the round of sixteen. Uh, do I need to do a, an intro uh, again? Uh, he's the oh he's the Incredibles. Uh, he's the Incredibles two to my Incredibles one. He's the mask of the phantasm to my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, He's the Big Hero 6 to my uh, Megamind. uh, Megamind. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Actually, there was Megamind and there was another one that was kind of like that. You know what? I dare say, could you you even say that uh, uh, Despicable Me? It's not a superhero. Despicable Me 2, I think, is a superhero movie when he's working for the government to end supervillains. Is that Despicable Me 2? I don't know. Anyway, it, it, it's more of a spy movie. It is more of a spy movie. All right, we'll go. We'll go with that. Oh, and Kim Possible. Thanks for reminding me of that. Pixar loves big hips. Uh, he's the big hips on an anime thing. He's my best friend. This is Rob Bloom. I'm Monty Ike. Let's start this damn thing. Uh, I'm sure you're the you're the April O'Neil to, to my Kim Possible. <laughs> Well, yeah, at least April O'Neil is uh, of age. I think Kim Possible is supposed to be a teenager, and I feel gross even. Oh, well, how many years it. have gone by? She's got to age a little. Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> Rob's favorite Natalie Portman movie is The Professional. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just start this damn fucking thing. Okay. Let's start with the first bracket. Okay, starting off with uh, a pretty heated deb- debate right away Dark Knight uh-huh. versus. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. But not Spider-Man 2. 
not Spider-Man 2. Okay. Spider-Man 1. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Wait, uh, no. Yes. Yes. Spider-Man yeah. 1. I'm Spider-Man sorry. 1. Toby, Toby 1 uh, versus uh, Heath Ledger. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know what? If this was uh, the greatest movie villains of all time, certainly uh, <laughs> Heath Ledger is going to be up there. And I'll, uh, like, D- Dark Knight's a good film, and it's got its flaws. And I look back more and more about the Nolan uh, take on Batman, and I see those flaws. Uh, it's kind of like looking back at the 80s and realizing just how terrible Reagan was. Um, but I think, I think it's still a stronger movie than... Uh, than the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I, I love the, the original Spider-Man. I think it's a it's a pretty groundbreaking hero movie. Uh, it was decades in the making, almost literally. Uh, but I think Dark Knight perfects dark superhero storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think really, too, I mean, I joke a little bit about Heath Ledger, but it, William Defoe is a fine actor. But that Green Goblin is no Heath no, Ledger's Joker. Um, I mean, you know, if no, you think about yeah. it, that Green Goblin, I mean, there's tons of me. I'm a bit of a scientist myself. It, it's a great meme generator, but some of that was very cartoonish, but not in the way that, like, well, you probably and we also want. For, we also forget how good Harvey Dent was in that movie. Cause, yeah. Because he's overshadowed by yeah. how good Heath Ledger is. But if it was just the Harvey Dent villain movie, he's really good too. Yeah, he's it's, very good in it too. Yeah. There's there's a lot going for that movie besides Heath Ledger, uh, and I just find I, I I I'm a huge fan of that movie, and it for the longest time was probably my number one superhero movie. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's really good. I think too, the Dark Knight sees what's going on in things like. Spider Spider-Man 1 was before The Dark Knight, right? Oh, much much before. Yeah, um, right. That's what I thought. So it, it was two, it, 2002 because they had to change the movie posters after 9/11 because there was like a helicopter uh, caught in the webs between Yeah, the two yeah, towers. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I really think uh yeah, I think Dark Knight um pushes I, I think it I think Spider-Man 1 is great, and it learns in Spider-Man 2, and when we get to Spider-Man 2 versus the Dark I think Knight, Spider-Man 2 is a superior movie. Yeah, so let's just let's just keep moving. Uh, Dark Knight okay, wins this one. Yep, agreed. Okay, Thor DK, Ragnarok Donkey Kong. versus... Excuse me, Thor Ragnarok versus Endgame. Um, I'm going to say Endgame's better because Endgame takes elements that make Thor Ragnarok good. And yeah. And... Um, I almost, I mean, Thor Ragnarok is, and you said this last time, was the reason why uh, Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth decided to stick around longer. Right. Uh, I think he was done after that, and he reinvigorated the character, became more of a comedic type of stance on it versus a, I think they were originally going for a Shakespearean feel. Oh, well, definitely when they, uh, Thor won, <laughs> I mean, Kenneth Branagh directed it. So yes, yeah. they were definitely but going for Shakespearean, to have, you know, a much more gravitas and have that sort of feel. And that's just not the right take on it. And it I, I think it was a good swing. It was mm-hmm. a good try. And that's what, I mean, like instinctively, I would have said the same thing, but who would have guessed that playing up on the camp of it made it great yeah thor ragnarok's very funny it's very good it's it's by far the best thor and it's a great direction of the thor character uh it does not hold the candle to the balance and 
and and stuff that Endgame brings into it. Uh, and also, that was the other thing we, there, did there, hear, we did hear some uproar that Endgame went on versus. Uh, Infinity War, War I think right? That's War. true. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and and that's I a hard Infinity one. War. That's we we chose. Look, we chose Wanda, and we let uh, Quicksilver get killed. It's how this works. So <laughs> that's how that's how it works. No, uh, I think too. The thing about Ragnarok has a lot of great stuff, but because it's a comedy, it doesn't necessarily have to have the same sort of like. There's some things in like there's some things in Ragnarok where I go, why would a rock man monster make so many pop culture references to the fucking earth? You know, why would a rock monster yeah. in space uh, uh, make those kind of it's these because the joke wins out over the, the whole thing versus uh, uh, Endgame, which really tried very hard to to make everything feel real. Yeah. A funny observation that I'm just now making, probably for the first time sitting here, is that he's a rock thinking, monster. No, that in the movie Thor Ragnarok, yeah, like the only real, yeah, Thor loses an eye, some other, you know, so, you know, his dad dies, or some serious. He loses happen. a hammer, but but there, it's a very comedic movie as a whole. And and then I thought in my head, I'm like, well, you could argue the very end of it's pretty dark. I'm like, no, wait, it's not. Because it's like you just see the ship appear. You don't understand what's about to happen. No, not until Infinity War that everyone's. Yeah. And even still. It's a dark moment. It could be a rescue ship. It could be it's just a giant ship. You don't know what it is. Well, and the other thing, too, is is you you have that very Christmassy point in that movie. Asgard isn't a place. It's a people. Yeah. And oh, yeah, he definitely. saves the people and to hell with great, the planet. Great, it doesn't uh, matter. Metaphor. Yeah, a, it's a yeah. it's a Christmas. It's like, oh, it, you know what? The it really the treasure is the uh, is the friends you made along the way. Um, so that's, I think, uh, the biggest thing there um, to take away. It's actually kind of weird because the lessons that Thor learns in Ragnarok and overcomes in Ragnarok, he immediately forgets at the end of Infinity War or at the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, but he when also then had Thor. When Thor Lebowski happens, left that he just saved wiped out, which in a way, you know, all the lessons that he learned were also wiped out. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. I, I guess I can understand the depression. He well, but, but uh, he's he's sitting there. He's sitting there in New Asgard <laughs> in Norway playing Xbox. There are still people of Asgard that he's in, literally in, in, in town. He didn't lose everyone. You know, it's you no, know. but he lost. He, he lost his brother. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I can. But he also I, I lost like his that. father and his sister. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Boy, we, it's just. We, it's I thought stuff. we were going to move faster this time. We're, yeah, let's just let's just call this. It's it's fucking I, end game and we move. That's good. Let's keep, keep going. Okay, Unbreakable versus Ant Man. I think this one's a little easier. Uh, I love Ant Man. I think it's a great movie, but I think Unbreakable is one of the most unique superhero movies of all time. It is too. This is where the the fun of Ant Man uh, hits up against something that you want to celebrate. And you want to ce- look. M Night Shyamalan doesn't do a lot of good things. Uh, this is Dick one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the one. This is the this is this is the movie that all the hype is. You know, you, you can say about Sixth Sense or whatever. To me, this is the movie he can hang his legacy on because it's a good it's a good fucking movie. It's really good storytelling and it's really different storytelling and it takes the superhero and puts it on its head. And what's really fun about it was I going into it knew not at all that it was even about superheroes, let alone, I mean, yeah. that it even contained superhero 
information. I didn't yeah. understand, like, before I, you know, put two and two together, Mr. Glass and, you know, that he was a superhero, before I got into any of that, it was like, wow, this is just an interesting movie. And it's, I remember the veil being slowly revealed that I'm going, wait, fuck, this is a superhero movie. Yeah. This is a really realistic superhero movie and how about the fact that you know here you have uh, you have superman movie after superman movie that deals with kryptonite or whatever this guy only has one weakness and here's the weakness here's a guy whose weakness is water he can drown and how much tension is it in the pool holy shit yeah. right yeah you know what I mean? It's like, hey, this is a story that's doing it better than people who have literally 70 years of fucking source material to work with. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's let's keep it going. Unbreakable. And again, no, no slight to Ant-Man. No, obviously not. We like Ant-Man better than The Crow, and we're dickweeds for that. So yeah. let's keep moving. Okay, well, here, it's a tougher one, but I, I think I know the answer. Doctor Strange versus Logan. Uh, Logan. I don't think yeah, that's tough I, at all. I, Doctor well, Strange is I, I, fun, but... I, I enjoy Doctor Strange quite a bit. It's I enjoy a it a lot, too, but I enjoyed the shit out of Logan, and it made me feel things, and I don't where, like where feeling Logan, things. Logan has an emotional impact that... Uh, similar to Thor Ragnarok, yeah, there's an emotion of comedic yeah. and kind of lightness. Uh, there's not a lightness at the end of Logan. There's, there's not a lightness at... Well, the, yeah, it, look, it's a good fucking Western... And I love it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. If you like the Mandalorian, yeah. yeah. If you like the Mandalorian, then you probably like Logan too, because it's still it all. These are all echoes of good old fashioned dirty westerns. Love them. Um. Let's see. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. We agree, Logan. Oh yeah. This one was as as easy as they come. Okay. Now I I definitively think this one's going to be probably the hardest of everything we have left. Winter Soldier versus Iron Man. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to choose. <laughs> I, I, it's it's tough because Winter Soldier is one of the best espionage movies I think in our lifetime. I, it's just a fun spy thriller. Yeah. It's also, you know, it's really great to have Steve Rogers in World War II. But having Steve Rogers in the modern times dealing with modern problems, this is the one where you really get to see the character of Steve Rogers really shown when everything is sort of cockeyed, everything like he doesn't. Can I believe in the United States government? Can I believe in the people that I have fought next to? Uh, or do I have to trust my gut and my inner moral compass to fight through this? You know what I mean? And and, and also playing up a little bit on the man at a time. Not overplaying it. Not overplaying but it, little, but like it's certainly filled with yes, the things to check off and things like perfect. that. Um, you know, and everyone makes fun of the, you know, in, in Ultron, the language and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, but to me, I think uh, Winter Soldier uh, is just... It, you're right. Great espionage movie. Espionage movie. It's great, but it's also a really, really fine Captain America movie. Um, yeah. Even more so than um, than First Avenger, and I loved First Avenger, and I, I've loved everything that Chris Evans has done with this character. But it really starts. This is where he really gets to sink his teeth in it and explore yeah. those ideas of what's it like to be somebody who comes from a very idealistic time into a very the people who he yeah and that kind of starts in avengers it kind of starts in avengers 
but it really begins to kind of see and you see it at the beginning of the movie he's He's already kind of tired of being the guy that Shield sends out. Rock the leaper in, in true. In a, yes, and true. Would not be an absolute abomination on screen. Yeah, yeah. But then again, we have to go to Iron Man, who a set the tone for the Marvel universe, and b did the impossible and gave Robert Downey Jr. his career back. Yeah, I, I and absolutely. And but uh, I think the thing that, that that's gnawing on me is maybe I'm maybe I'm quibbling a little bit. I'm very much I'm quibbling on it. I'm looking at it uh, as a pitiful actor as I am. What is the better acting job? What Chris uh, Evans so, does? If you're going straight acting, I agree. to what because Robert Downey Jr. is playing a version of himself. This is Robert Downey Jr. If he had a Agreed, robot suit, but that doesn't make me like that. I, I understand I your argument. If you're saying what's the better acting, absolutely, I'll, I gotta, I'll agree. Yeah, fifty percent. But is it a better character? Maybe. I'm not definitely saying yes or no, but it's like Iron Man is so fun. It's it is so, so fun and it's so great, but so is that fucking elevator scene, bro. Uh, so know, is the I, scene I, I, when uh, the Winter Soldier our, and uh, and mean, Captain think, America I, fight in the street. There's I so many Winter good Soldier fucking scenes there. Movie, yeah, but I really, it's like I'm really trying to give Iron Man its due because. I know you always want to say, "Hey, without it, the Marvel universe wouldn't be." No, here. I don't. No, I'm not saying necessarily that. But really, if you think it sets the tone, for it sets the tone. It certainly does, and uh, and just like you know, the fact that my daughter is funnier than I am, fucking Winter Soldier is a better movie than Iron Man One was because it learned from the past it and it, it makes itself better. So I'm sorry, but Iron Man, mm, it's good. Certainly good, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna toss Toby one out the door, Iron Man one's gonna go out the door. I would still argue it's one of the best origin movies. Oh, absolutely, yeah, I'll give you that much too, because it spends it's almost entire. It's origin story. It's ninety percent origin story with five minutes of (laughs) fighting the bad guy. Yeah, unlike the rest of them where it's like twenty minutes of origin story and then he meets the bad guy and it's. I, I will concur that Winter Soldier should go on, but. Not by a whole lot. Yeah, no, it's a tough game. Okay, so Black Panther versus Deadpool. They're they're really opposite ends of the spectrum of yeah, they what are. make them appealing. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. They are. They are. Um, I'm gonna Except go. Except they both have great action. I think. I think the the, the, the yeah. car scene with Siri doing the remote. Yeah, and him on top of so it. Funny. Yeah, where the where the so car funny. basically just disintegrates yeah yeah so good and that's a good comic tone too it there's also totally. good funny part uh, again with the but i think uh so i know everyone loves fucking deadpool i know everyone i, loves I really love like deadpool put a spark into an x-men that was starting to suffer but does it actually put a spark into x-men or does it just fucking be deadpool and the x-men are used as a prop yeah i agree i agree um i'm i'm ready to make my decision i i know everyone likes deadpool no i i think black panther i mean it was freaking nominated for an oscar and it deserved to be yeah Um, yeah i'm gonna go with black panther for uh, a whole host of reasons. I, I, I concur. Uh, okay, now, Guardians of the Galaxy versus Spider-Verse. And this is where it, it's like 
part of me really wants to disqualify Spider Verse from going on. But and I, I don't I don't think I don't think look, I think Spider Verse is a great movie and it stands on its own. It should be here. I definitely think it should be here. However, uh, I think it, it hits Guardians and Guardians just wins <laughs> I, I, because Guardians. Uh, if we like things that are different, if we like things that are pushing the envelope and we like things that take a risk and bend the genre, uh, this absolutely proves that you can take almost any comic book and make it into a compelling fucking story. I, I agree on that. I mean, you can say the same thing about fucking Spider-Ham well, and Spider-Man Noir, for God's sakes. But is, like, Spider-Man, when you just put it up against, you can put it up against The Lion King, Frozen, you name any Disney state-of-the-art, balls-to-the-wall, big-budget animated movie. And I think Spider-Verse is right there, neck and neck, doing things that no other animation has done before and making a compelling Spider-Man movie using every freaking Spider-Man. Yeah, um, it's it's great. It, it is super good. I loved it. I really like the female Doc Ock in that movie, I, too. But I, I just I think just that... I feel compelled to, like, it it probably should stop since it is an animated and it's kind of in its own category. Well, see, now we're disagreeing on the fact that, <laughs> that I don't think it, I don't think it loses because of that. I think it loses because guardians loses. a better. Movie. I just feel like it's comparing the wrong thing because in my, in my opinion, I think spider Verse is a superior movie to guardians of the galaxy. Well, then I you should push it through. I just don't think it should. See, here's I the problem. I don't read the comments on this podcast in Facebook. That's, it's not and so for me, it's, it's the more I, the comments made me think more about it. And I'm like, yeah. if I were to go back in time, I don't think I would have put Spider-Verse on this list. All right. Well, I think I think Spider-Verse deserves to be on this list. Uh, uh, and, and you almost are convincing me to change my vote and go to Spider-Verse instead of Guardians. Uh, but I'll, I, I think I like, I like guardians enough that I'm going to, I'm going to vote. I, guardians. I think guardians is a freaking good movie. And yeah. I, I'm okay with it going on. And I'm perfectly okay Even with Spider-Verse being in this, in this, yeah, like, I'm perfectly yeah. fine with Spider-Verse being in this list. I think it deserves to be in this list and it should be, if anything else, we should feel bad. We didn't put fucking Incredibles in this list. So let's keep going. Well, but the, but then again, you go to Mask of the Phantasm and Mask of the Phantasm. Ma- Mask of the percent. Yes, it is. But of the three of those, I'm not sure if it beats out Incredibles or Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mask no, of the Phantasm is not. great. Don't get me wrong. I love Batman the Animated but it, it Series, would, but it's it, not. It would beat um, Ragnarok. It would beat Ragnarok. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. keep going. Civil War versus the original Superman. Fuck you. Yeah, this one's tough, too. Fuck you in your face. But it's easy for me because I know I know what's true in my heart. And that's the original Superman. So really? Yeah, I see. I, now I'm thinking I, I love how much I put because we've we've actually had a conversation about this before. Didn't we already have an episode where we like looked at we did the original Superman versus Batman, original 80, Batman, Batman 89, right? Or whatever. Yeah. And I remember at the end of that, you were fighting for Batman 89 and I was fighting for the original Superman. And I think that is so hilarious and it still reigns true. Look, I uh, Civil War is great, but it is needlessly complicated in places. And it feels like they so desperately want to set up this tension between Tony and 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 uh, 
and Cap and Steve in, in this way, but I don't ever feel like it's natural. I feel like at some point it becomes super forced. And here's a guy, Tony, who knows all of these crazy, at this point, messed up things. I mean, at this point, he created, he created a genocidal robot, and yet he can't see that somebody is being controlled mentally and therefore not part of, like, you know what I mean? He's going to he's gonna hold Steve Rogers accountable for not telling him that his buddy uh, may have killed his parents when he created a genocidal robot that dropped a fucking city from the sky it's just it's it doesn't hold water it great action a lot of fun stuff happening uh, we get black panther but it is I think not Avengers as good too has, has so many loopholes because of that but uh, yeah but this is a continuation of that and um given your argument i i think i agree it's it's just more like it has one of the greatest superhero scenes ever in a movie which makes it really hard to not move on but it do, it doesn't beat Superman as a movie. You know, I'm talking about the scene with, with literally, it's like every comic book crossover of all time has all the heroes rushing together to fight yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we finally got that. Yeah, and Spider Man under ruse and all this other, you know, I mean, yeah. the, the, there's so many good stuff in there. I really love like uh, Black Widow and and Hawkeye fighting, and they're like, we're we're still good though, right? I mean, that was very funny. This idea uh-huh, of yeah. I mean, we picked the side, but we're still friends. Yeah. yeah. Which is exactly what happens. Look, there's always a contrivance when two superheroes fight. There's always a contrivance, but uh, yeah, this this doesn't this doesn't do it for me. Oh, it's full of it's full of tropes that we had never seen done correctly, and I think Civil War did a lot of them correctly. But again, Superman, the original is the template for all superhero movies. And uh, it's so good and it's so pure and it's so lovely and I like it. <clears throat> and it may yeah. win the whole thing. All right. Grade eight. We're at the grade eight. Okay. Probably the toughest one so far. Dark Knight versus Endgame. Oh, man. Uh, I... I, uh, I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's almost—it's almost like we could do an entire episode of Dark Knight versus Endgame because if if you were to put like a board of pros and cons, uh, th- there are so many pros from Endgame. Yeah. There really are. I mean, we get we get character arcs finally coming to closure. Yeah. Um, we get crazy time travel. You get Tony getting closure with his dad. Yeah. Um. Tony having a daughter, uh, uh, the the even the moment when Thor cuts off the head of Thanos at the very beginning, right? And and you know all well, the trailers led you to believe that that was going to be the climax, and that's the intro. Yeah, yeah. Remember I, th- that first like five minute or ten minutes of the goddamn movie where you're like, holy sh- what? Hold on a we're second. We're already doing this. Wait, wait what? What are we going to do? With this the rest doesn't of make any goddamn movie? sense. Yeah. Uh, or how about the emotional letdown when you realize that they kill fucking Thanos, but it doesn't solve a goddamn doesn't thing. Doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, because the answer isn't just always killing. He, here's my here's here's my logic here. This is where I'm I'm gonna go with, and this is where my okay. gut is leading me. Endgame has literally everything. It has all the money. It has all the actors. It has all the story. It's got everything. It's literally got everything. And then you got Dark Knight, which is scrappy. 
by by all intents and purposes, it's smaller. It's scrappy working with less. I mean, scrapping in comparison. The biggest budget. No, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. This is not an independent movie by any means. But what I'm saying is it does a lot with five characters as opposed to 35 characters it, it doesn't have the fan service mem- uh, smorgasbord that happens and you know i love the end i love the end i, I know Endgame. i know and and you saying fan service i think in a way feels disingenuous but you're not wrong i'm not saying you're wrong because it, it is a lot of fan service but i don't i think it's fan service that fits the plot fits the timing okay but hold on all right, the choreography of having every single female character on oh, that, screen. Okay, so I'm not just I'm not just calling that out though. There are a tons of those tableau scenes where they're literally like what we want is these eight characters to be in a scene together and we want them all striking poses. Almost every time the gauntlet gets gets sent to another person, there's a moment of a pose. Right? And but I that, that. I, think, I, think, I know because, because you're the kind of fan is, they're looking for. This is the crescendo of an opera. This is, uh, yeah. And, and I think, and it, I mean, it's name is fucking Endgame. Ten years of Marvel uh, yeah. movies built to that. Yeah, I except there was a movie after that too. <laughs> it wasn't the end of the all of it. Balls. Yeah. Let me let. We're going to quote everything we've had up to this point and cap on your left. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. And I am Iron Man. I get it. I get all of that, bro. But my logic here is Endgame feels like the Yankees. It feels like it has everything fucking going for it. It feels like everyone should. It's I mean, from the intro, it feels like fucking Bama football. Like it should have everything in it. And to me, I'm like, you know what? I prefer the, 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 the movie right now. That okay, does what's our just as much. For moving forward, then you're saying. Oh, uh, oh I don't know. This is this is no, no. This is not a generalization of a, a movie has to not be well, the we're, Yankees. We're, 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 <laughs> who's the better movie to go forward? And if if you're gonna uh. say, if you're gonna give me like two discs and you're gonna fall asleep to them at night for the rest of your life, which DVD are you gonna put in? I don't know. Oh well, then that that then is it's it is still going to be dark night because there's no way I'm going to stay up for three and a half hours every fucking night to finish this. Look, the thing about it is this: like I don't want to choose between these two, but we need to choose between these two. And my gut right now is saying, let's go with Heath Ledger and the Dark Knight. Let's go with Christian Bale and the Dark Knight because it does just as much amazing stuff with littler to work with. It feels like Endgame should just totally win fine it's it's the biggest it's made the most amount of money it's got all these accolades already but if you're just telling me in my gut i i maybe i i'm sorry i kind of feel like fucking dark knight i I, I will i will give you i will give you this one on the concurrence that i don't think bale is that great in this. I, mean, oh, I don't think he's bad. No. Oh, come on. Dude, like I I just said fucking Heath Ledger and Dark I know, Knight because I know. that's who I mean, runs like, this fucking show. Like I, I it's it's a Heath Ledger movie in my opinion, but I I do think But I think the fact that Heath Heath Ledger paints Joker with a brush that actually adds depth to Batman that he can't fucking do on his own. Exactly. But exactly. Christian Bale doesn't doesn't fucking paint the full story and you need will, you need joker there to fill in those dark places in order to give you that shape i'm okay with dark uh end game ending here and us moving dark knight forward because okay. i mean it, it's 
Look, Endgame I, might beat other people on like I think Endgame would beat Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Endgame. Would yeah, be, I look if Endgame doesn't end here, it certainly fucking goes the distance. Uh, but I, I just that's my that's my gut, man. That's my gut right now. Okay. It's telling me Dark Knight does more with less. I agree. I agree. It's it is a more grounded movie, which is Batman's a more grounded character. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, and and I will say this: the one flaw I will tell you about Endgame is it's fucking long because of all the fan service, and I'm not a fan of fan service. I'm not. I'm not a fan of cheap gags that serve you because you spent two dollars and twenty five cents to buy a comic book in the nineties. To me, that doesn't fucking. Hold I, water. See, I I don't look at the fan service the same way as you're looking. At. I look at it as. I know that's the reason why we do this podcast, actually, is no, because you're wrong and I'm right. I look at it as here is your reward at the end of the uh, at the end of the trial. This is the crescendo. Yeah, it is long, and there are, like I can't. It's a it's it's a two night watch if I'm like putting it in. Absolutely, which is so. why I fast forward to when Steve Rogers gets the hammer. Because I just enjoy that moment so goddamn much. Now, if you were to ask me what's your favorite comic book moment in a movie, Steve oh, yeah. Rogers calling Mjolnir might be the fucking one. So there it, you go. It's, it, it would easily be in the top five. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right, let's keep going. Unbreakable versus Logan. Fuck you. This whole fucking thing. Where is it? Who's the committee here? Why didn't we switch these up? Why does this have to be a bracket? I, I, I think Logan is superior. I, uh, oh, I, I love it. Yeah. I think it's. You mean you love Unbreakable? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Unbreakable. Um, but I, th- I really do think Logan is. Sammy. Man, there's parts of Logan where I want to actually like cry. Like, oh, I did cry. cry. I fucking did cry in the theater at parts of Logan. Uh, yeah, Logan, uh, Unbreakable's good. Logan is better. I, I think I don't. Yeah. really. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. This is an easier one. We don't have to argue as much, but it is still hard. Everything that we said 20 minutes ago about Unbreakable still holds. It's just not going to be. It does. Logan. It is. I've even watched it recently, and it holds up. It's a great movie. Now the real I question is. How many episodes will it take for us to go through Dark Knight versus Logan? Final four is probably gonna yeah, gonna be fucking tough. All right, okay. let's uh, let's keep going though. Okay, Winter Soldier versus Black Panther. I'm gonna go Black Panther here. Mike, oh I... no, you shouldn't, because I want to go Winter Soldier, and this means we gotta argue it out. Fuck me. I look. I I love Winter Soldier for everything you said before. I think yeah. it is a great character development for a lot of characters in that yeah. movie especially it might even be the best Black Widow movie yeah but um, she's not just saying I got red in my leisure it's great I remember at the end going home from Black Panther and going fuck that was good yeah. I can't wait to see that again yeah yeah and there may be only about four movies on here that I was like I, I need, that I, is true. I, I did. I wanted to. I did want to. I like. I think I pre-ordered Black Panther on iTunes. Fucking literally pre-ordered it. Maybe the next day, even. I wanted to see it so bad. I wanted to own it. And also, I know this is cheap or whatever. And you you ask about what what is our criteria? And sometimes it's fucking normal, and sometimes it's not. Black Panther is a fucking much more inspiring movie than a fucking white guy finding out that other white guys have lied to him. So (laughs) fucking Black Panther. Um, Uh, You've done it. You've done it, Rob. 
you know what? If at the end of this episode, I'm gonna let you say the last thing. I'm gonna let you have the last word on this okay. one. Because I, I, I just feel like, yeah. it, especially in ways that of the inspirationalist, yeah, sure. But yeah. I think just as the movie merit on its own and me going home thinking fuck that was fun yeah God, i can't wait to see that again that i i go black panther yeah all right black panther does all right let's keep moving this will be the last Guardians one of the, the night galaxy versus superman i think i think it's superman <laughs> if like, I, I, it's... I i don't know like i i love guardians of the galaxy yeah I, I and that's another movie that i actually went home going i can't wait to buy yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll be honest with you. I, I, I uh, got my dick message. It's one of the greatest lines in movie history. Yeah. A Superman one. It might be the reason why I'm even talking about comic books at this point. So, I mean, you know, and I've been I've been coming down hard on you with the whole 14 year old Monty and go. In 20 years, you're going to be defending this character. You give me nothing but shit about liking. Okay, <laughs> you know what though? When uh, in 1989, okay, I look back at 1989 Superman, and I wasn't down with all those storylines in the comic books, buddy. Uh, like gr- the 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 Gladiator Superman, the I've self exiled Superman, great storylines. But then a lot of the stuff when he gets back, I mean, it's just he's a hard character to write for. Anyway, I, I honestly. I just I like my Superman like that. I like that genuine. I mean, we've talked about it before. Chris Christopher Reeves does an amazing performance um, that doesn't get any props. He does physical. He, you know, Mar- Margot Kidder is off the stuff long enough. Um, <laughs> she plays the unsexiest Lois Lane, which is hard to do. Um, you know, I don't know. As a kid, I was pretty smitten with her, and I don't know if it was. The smoking and the mom <laughs> yeah. slipper. I don't yeah. know. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't want I don't want you to get mad at this, but Margot Kidder does have some strong your mom vibes in that movie. <laughs> so <laughs> <She totally does. laughs> please do not take that the wrong way after I'm like totally the least not. sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> totally Oedipal on you. Woo! I never put two and two together. Oh, we boy. Might, we might have figured out why I have a Superman today. <laughs> I think we got it now. Locked in. All right. Uh, Superman does it. Superman does it. There we go. So that's where um, we need to stop them with the final four. Yeah, final four right now is Dark Knight, Dark Knight Logan, Logan, Winter Black Soldier, Panther, Black Panther, and Superman. And Superman. So we've got two Marvels and two DCs, right? Yeah, not too bad. Actually. Not too bad, considering that when we started this off, everyone was like, how are we like, even oh, going to well, get a DC, DC in here? Yeah, yeah they... Here's the way you get DC represented. You go into the past, everybody. You go deep into the fucking past, and then you, you know, can get DC. You know, we didn't DC. put the Batman 66 movie on here. We probably could have, but... Oh, well, that would have won, because it has the line, sometimes you can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh. <sighs> All right. Um, so, next episode, Final Four. Uh, probably we'll, we'll get to the end. Uh, if we don't, if we can get through the final four within forty minutes, we can probably get to the final two. I think I think two. we can do. I think we can do this in one more show. And maybe if anybody's listening, if they'd like to hear us debate 
the animated movies. Uh, if not, well, well, hey, I, if you always yeah. write in if somebody's got a, deb- uh, a debate idea. Yeah, absolutely. If we're, uh, I, I'm happy to do movies based on graphic novels because God knows Ghost World would just eat the shit out of that bracket. So uh, let's do this. Uh, send it in to us. Uh, Rob will have to read it because, as I've previously stated, I don't read anything that anyone writes. Because uh, uh, I'm right and he's Rob. Uh, Rob, uh, as promised, uh, you won me over with Black Panther. Uh, therefore, you get to say the last thing. You get the last word of the podcast. You get to say our catchphrase, a phrase that we've said uh, since we uh, since we started. We got it. Uh, Rob and I. A lot of people don't realize that we started this uh, this podcast 25 years ago. We were uh, we were on holiday in ancient Sumeria, and I was uh, I discovered a. a clay tablet and i remember rob taking that little brush that he always kept with him and he he dusted off all of the the sand there and he, and then he read because rob knows sumerian uh, obviously uh he he read these words and we were like we we ever do a podcast and he was like what's a podcast and i was like hold on a second if we ever have a podcast these should be the this should be the words that we say at the last episode or the last thing every episode and, and here it is right now last words rob said this is the way 